Hello, hello, and welcome to my tennis journey. Uh, moving forward, one of the things I'm really excited about the podcast is bringing you podcasts, the audio equivalent of a postcard, where we hear about someone's journey. Um, and I absolutely love today's because, as you'll know, I'm a massive fan of county tennis, and I really believe that county tennis can bring you amazing tennis experiences, but also amazing life experiences. And I think that the the passion that today's guest has for county tennis, uh, for Derbyshire tennis, absolutely shines through. Um, So, yeah, just before we come to our guest, if you get a chance, please do hit the subscribe or the follow buttons if you get a moment. Uh, But without further ado... A very warm welcome to our guest today, Andy Evans. Hi, I'm Andy Evans, and this is my tennis podcast. At this moment, I'm currently in Jersey, which is in the the Channel Islands, and I'm currently the head of tennis at the Caesarean Tennis Club. Uh, It's kind of one of the oldest clubs in the Channel Islands. It's been around for 153 years and uh, it's got some good heritage there and I'm really privileged to be at the club. I've been there for over 16 years now and in between that I've been the Channel Islands County coach uh, in between that and and tried to improve um, you know the Channel Islands tennis especially at county week level. I remember when I used to play for Derbyshire and uh, I used to get the Daily Telegraph and I used to look through all the county teams and I always used to keep thinking, oh, Group 7, Channel Islands, they always seem to be at the bottom. And now it's come to fruition that, oh, I had the job of actually trying to get the Channel Islands up from Group 7 and uh, which from my playing experience for Derbyshire, I... I managed to do. We used to, we got to group six a couple of times. So I must admit, I was quite proud of getting them up out of group seven up to group six. Looking back on when I first started playing tennis, I I started playing when I was eleven years of age, and I really remember it, it was at a school's function, uh, kind of a siftings uh afternoon at a school and it was run by uh, a guy called Roy Tomlinson in Chesterfield and I really vividly remember it because uh being my first kind of organized tennis coaching I I I was at the net trying to work out how to volley and from the right hand side of the court I got smacked full in the eye by a tennis ball and I kind of went off court crying but Luckily, it never put me off and it, I, I got chosen then to um, have training once a week in the winter at the Chesterfield Technical College, which was on a, you know, it wasn't a, a normal or permanent te- indoor tennis court. It was a kind of a tile floor, lightning fast, uh, no real rallies. Uh, but I just remember I loved it. I got the bug. I don't know if it was the tennis ball hitting me in the eye, but I just got the bug. And from then on, it just grew and grew. And I know I started with Roy and he did a great job. And then I I moved on to have coaching with Keith. I had one, a couple of lessons with Keith. And then, and then I moved on to having a lesson with, with Ashley Broomhead. And I kind of, uh, I know I was pretty young, but 
Ashley was also pretty young at the time. I, you know, he just uh, got into coaching, and uh, I, I don't know if I, I was one of his first pupils, but forty odd years later, I still consider Ashley my coach, and I still stay in touch with him. And so, that's what's you know that story or that that tennis has given me really a really good friendship with Ash and kind of a journey through you know my my tennis career. Um, my memories of being a junior player in, Dar in Derbyshire. I guess to start off with, is it was being at Chesterfield Tennis Club. I, I, I could, you know, I was like a twenty-minute walk away from the club, so it was easy accessible to me. I spent, I think, all you know, most of my time, most of my uh, teenage years down at the Chesterfield Tennis Club. I used to go. After school, um, I used to stay down there and practice until it went dark. They couldn't get me off the courts. I used to practice with the adults, anybody who wanted it, a ball. Um, I just absolutely loved it. That's all I can say. And I, I made some really good friends down at the tennis club. We used to hang around together. We used to have these amazing times of trying to convert this spare piece of grass behind the the. the the Chesterfield Tennis Club at that time into a, a grass court. We had this dream of making it in a grass court and we used to roll it and everything. I just think it was the most amazing time. Yes, I think nowadays you couldn't get away with it because, you know, school is so important, but I, I didn't, I wasn't really interested in school. I just loved sport and I just loved and grew into to playing tennis. And so I just, those days are so precious for me. The best bit about tennis as a junior, especially in Derbyshire, I used to, I used to love the the, the county closed events, at, which was then at Cruise Street. I don't know if it is anymore, but Cruise Street had the only permanent indoor court, and it was just one court. I used to love going down to it, even though it was like thirty miles away from Chesterfield. You know, um, I used to travel down sometimes for county coaching on a Friday night. And I used to go with a guy called from Chesterfield, Garvin Harris. And uh, yeah, we just loved county coaching. We used to have regional coaching there. We had, um, like I say, we had county matches there. We used to play Derby League matches there. It was just great. And just, uh, I just remember having so many friends and just loved hanging out there. And even on the dodgy, grass courts were there at the time you used to it used to improve your reactions so it was just a great time being around you know cruise street and being with all the people from derby and you just being good friends there so i just i just loved that time really work wise i i went into coaching i remember it um i planned on going to france with with a guy called mark furnace from sheffield I really, my dream was to be a, a, a tennis professional. Um, but looking back, I, ju I just wasn't good enough at the time. But, but we had this dream of going to France. And at the time, France had like a, you know, you could play three tournaments a week in France, money tournaments. And so we, we bought our, a camping car together and we were set off on a journey. But my parents said to me, before you go, you need to take your co coaching qualifications. So before I left, I remember going to Nottingham Tennis Centre and taking my 
uh, I think it was my part two at that time in, in, in Nottingham and managed to get it, which was a, a relief. And then after a few years of touring around France and really loving, loving, I would say, the education of life, of traveling around France in a camping car, I, I used to play for a German team and I eventually settled in Germany. And that's where I started actually coaching. I started coaching in Germany, in German. I, I did a crash course in German and I got my German coaching qualifications. And um, yeah, and from then on, I, I kind of left Germany after being there for 10 years and moved to Dubai for um, three and a half years. And from there, I thought, well, be nice to get a bit closer to home and I got the job here in Jersey in 2005 and I've, I've never looked back since. Uh, playing for Derbyshire in the men's team was, I think it was a real big privilege. I, I, I guess the first thing I'd always heard about the men, Derbyshire men's team and it, it being playing at such a high level, they were group one and two. And I'd always heard about this guy, Dennis Archer, and he, he was a bit of a mystery to me, you know. And um, I remember I was at Cruise Street once and uh, I saw Dennis at Cruise Street. I thought it was like, I'd just seen God, you know. <laughs> Seeing Dennis, I thought, wow, this guy's kind of, wow, this is Dennis Archer. And larger than life character. And, you know, that's what he is. And I remember being invited to my very first county. It was Group 1 and I was 16 years of age. Uh, I was terrified at the time, thinking, geez, I was watching these guys, such good players, thinking, I'm nowhere near as good as this. I'm just going to, you know, I was so nervous. But I didn't play, but it was an amazing experience. The year after, I didn't go. Uh, but the year after that, at 18 years of age, I got invited again to go to South Sea Group 2. Um, you know, Dennis, uh, Ashley, Russell Bolton, Keith, Paul Priest, Andy Jarrett, an amazing selection of names and characters. Again, I never played, but I just loved it. I felt I belonged. And then I got playing again. I got into the team the year after. So you could say I never played for two years, but I hung around and I learned, I learned my trade and I, I hung around and I learned my trade and I think from 19 onwards, I, I really don't know how many years I, I played, but I absolutely felt a part of the team. I loved every minute of being in a team. I loved every minute playing with Dennis. My God, he, he'll, he'll tell you if you ever speak to him. He, he taught me everything I know about doubles, which is true. And he, he taught me a lot about being a competitor. And uh, I absolutely loved those times. Um, I loved it that Derbyshire had the best support ever down in group one and everybody was jealous. Um, you know, even the big teams like Surrey or Middlesex or Essex or Lancashire, who we all wanted to beat. And uh, it was just an amazing experience and something I, I really appreciate now that it's given me such a lot that I, you know, being in Jersey and in Channel Islands, I can relate to and say all the, the lessons I learned playing for Derbyshire. 1994 was a memorable year because with Nick Fullwood, I won 15 out of 15. And I can tell you that I cannot really remember much about that year or winning 15 out of 15. But I, what I can tell you is that I 
it was played at Cromer, and Cromer was one of my favourite places to play on a grass court. I used to play the junior tournaments there, the senior tournaments there. We used to play county week there. And I think the place itself is special. And uh, I think just playing with Nick was a pressure because he was such a magical player. So he could do anything with a tennis ball. And just being with him on court, you know, you learned so much, but you knew you had to perform. You knew you had to bring the level. And if you, you know, and I remember that pressure was on, I had to bring the level every rubber. But once you got in that flow with him and you got that momentum with him, you felt like, you know, you, you, earned, you, know, you earned your respect to play with him. And I think uh, winning 15 out of 15 was, was pretty an amazing achievement when, you know, I think back on it. I love keeping in touch with what's ha happening in Derbyshire and in Derbyshire tennis. Um, it's such a, even though I've not lived there for years and years, I just feel a special bond with Derbyshire and Derbyshire tennis. The people that are involved in Derbyshire tennis, I could ring, reel off a string of people at Chesterfield who have just got an extraordinary passion for Derbyshire tennis, the likes of Chris Renshaw the likes of Johnny Roberts, Andy Newcomb, Paul Priest, all these guys have got such an amazing passion for, the, for Derbyshire and County Week and tennis that I, I think I owe a lot to these guys. And uh, I think they've given me a, a hell of a lot and shown me what passion is. And I just owe everything to Derbyshire and its tennis and the people there. I think without that grounding, without that, uh, learning how to be a real competitor. I had the love and I've still got the love uh, for the game. And without that passion and that heart, being a hard competitor, I don't think I, uh, you know, would have, would have done what I, I've done and, and still love the game as it is. If I had to give one message to young tennis players in Derbyshire, I just think, say, just love the game. Just love the game. Just you're going to find struggles. You're going to lose matches. You're going to lose points. But if the love there, if the desire's there, just follow your dream and keep on working hard. Keep on doing your best day after day. Keep being 1% better than you were the day before. Keep, you know, enjoying the struggle. Because like me, all I can say is that, yes, I wanted to be a pro tennis player, it never kind of worked out for me, but I had the dream, but I've had an amazing life in tennis and I still love it. I still want to travel. I still want to play the old vets tournaments. I still want to do stuff. And so just love it, give your best, enjoy it and enjoy the journey. That's about it for me, uh, from me now. I, I hope you've enjoyed listening to my tennis podcast.